Yeah, this is kind of a, uh, you know what was on the other day was uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters, the old Japanese one. The racism is still so pure in that movie. The racism? Uh, yeah, where first off, it's it's about a white man in Japan. You know, just like, I came to Japan. You know, it was it was midnight. And, you know, just kind of like that whole uh, noir type of type of thing. And <laughs> the the Japanese nurses there all sound like, you know, Mary Claire from, from Newville. You know, I say, Georgia. We're here in Tokyo, and I just don't. That's that's how the, she sounded. The breathy Southern Belle, who's also a Japanese nurse in the Godzilla movie. Hello, and thank you very much for downloading this most recent episode of Movie Guys Podcast. You can download many more episodes at movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. M O D O K Modok Ant Man Quantum Realm. This is this is. Jordan, we're talking about Quantum Realm, Ant-Man 3. Why are we getting this, Eric? How the hell are you doing? I'm really excited to talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp. Let's talk about this. I have no idea what I just saw. I, I'm i excited to talk about this because I think this is two different movies for many different people. Like, right. I, this is a labor of love for those people who are, like, casual, who aren't completely caught up with all the characters or what they're doing, who didn't get to see all the movies, who didn't get to see all the TV shows and all the specials that they have. I feel like watching this is like watching, you know, picking up a soap opera halfway into its season. You're just like, okay, well, there's a lot going on here. I can kind of piece together that maybe, you know, those two were an item that, these two are maybe enemies. That that guy's a bad guy. This person, but it's it's a lot to take in. Is that mm-hmm. how you felt watching this? No, because I'm caught up, and I also do movie guys. So my friend Eric helps me out a lot. Um, but uh, I, I I how about this? I didn't know what I was getting myself into, and I have a lot of questions for you. I'm not saying this movie's bad. This movie's pretty. I sure I I. Not saying it's good either. I well, well, there's a trend now. We're so deep into into the MCU, and this is the start of Phase Five. Oh, really? Okay. Officially, sure? so I feel that what we're getting more now is less standalone movies because a lot of these are third or fourth in their sequel chain. But uh, about we're getting more filler we're getting more setup we're getting more of an update for every one character or characters now so this is this is phase five i gotta know about phase five don't tell me because i can't believe we're in phase five already yeah this is the official uh the official start and okay uh, uh, and again not all of phase five and six has been revealed so well, we got one, two, three, four, five. We got six movies coming out. Yeah, there's on a medium. We got Guardians three and the Marvels. Don't know anything about the Marvels. And then at twenty four, we got New World Order. Not looking forward to that one. Thunderbolts have no idea what that is, and we're finally getting a Blade next year. Yeah, this is uh, again all good things. I'm excited for all of these. Uh, Thunderbolts is going to be great. Uh, the Marvels, I'm excited for that. I don't know what's going to come. That like there's there's I'm looking at all these projects and they all look to be 
pretty big projects. Guardians is going to be the next big one that I'm sure is going to um, just... I feel like that one's going to suck. You think so? I, I think yeah, it's been it's, too long. It's rumored that because uh, the director, James Gunn, said this was the last of the intended trilogy, uh, it's been rumored that there's going to be some deaths in this one. It looks like uh, uh, maybe Drax and uh, Rocket are going to die. And... Well, Drax has to die, yeah. Yeah, and possibly uh, Star-Lord. No! Star-Lord? Yep, yep. We we don't know that for sure. Uh, it's a possibility. I don't know if maybe... Um, what's the actor's name? Chris Pratt? Uh, yeah, got, he's kind of fallen. Took the call from Jesus and said he couldn't play Star-Lord anymore. What? That's real? Yeah. That's why his star is fading is because he, he loves him some Jeebus? Uh, he married a what the Schwarzenegger, right? Uh, and then he, yeah, he he does he doesn't like completely push his, right. his religion. He just says that he is what that he has a special relationship with Jesus and kind of dodges it, but like also reframes. It. I'm not going to speak for him and uh, on that, and everyone can do their own research and, okay. and look at that. But yeah, it's been kind of um, you know, you're not supposed to bring work, uh, religion and politics to work, right? Gotcha. Well, speaking of religion and politics, we get this movie. Um, okay, so first of all, right off the bat, this one kind of brought me back to when Winter Soldier came out. And I will explain. Yeah. The reason why I did is because um, I knew Winter Soldier storyline, so when they announced that Captain America 2 was called Winter Soldier, I was like, oh my god, okay, this sounds great. You know, I'm, I'm looking forward to this. And sometimes a title just does it because it makes sense, right? Like Revenge of the Sith, if you will. Or Attack of the Clones, Stinker, right? Um, but this title, Ant-Man Quantumania, great title. I was looking forward to this one, right? Where we're getting to the quantum realm, which I don't give a crap about. Don't care about the quantum realm. I don't know anything about the quantum realm. I'm needing you for help. Yeah, um, it's important. majority of this majority of this isn't a quantum realm, right? So, yes. So, like all, <laughs> yeah. Um, it's a pretty much the entire movie was filmed in the quantum realm. So green screen, blue screen. Uh, yes. No, it was filmed on location. Oh, the quantum. Yeah, realm. yeah. They they got everything down there. Um, ants were real size. They use real ant actors. Perfect. So they Perfect. tried to, you know. The Avengers movie is a big budget, so they're trying to keep the CGI right. to a minimum. So it's just cheaper well, to shrink everybody. Well, this thing's making money, but not much. It's only made $83 million out of its budget so far. So, I mean. Yeah. yeah. And that's the other thing is that I, I heard that uh, Avatar 2 is still like. I, what? Are we can review that. Yeah, we will when it comes to streaming. No, I don't. I don't want to watch that movie. I don't want to watch that movie, and it's you just. Are, though. I still don't understand. I don't. Understand. I don't. I've. I've met like. I don't. I don't get it. I just don't see any news about it anywhere. I've. I've met maybe a handful of people who've seen it. I don't get it. Me either. James Cameron has bought the rights. I don't want to see it. The reason I'm being so blunt, saying you're seeing this, because we have to see it, right? I mean, we have to see it, so we have to review it. Um, and the good thing is, we can episode it, right? We can take like four days to watch it. I, yeah, and that's why we're not. Uh, so, like, right there, we are going to review Avatar two eventually. It could be the summer when they eventually decide to take it up from theaters because it's still in theaters. 
I I really don't like. I'm scared for the future. Like I'm scared for myself because right. Am I turning into this old man where no. movies like Top Gun Maverick and Avatar Two are just uh, apparently these deserving, amazing movies? Uh, and um, I'm the one who's wrong. And then something like Ant Man, where I was actually uh, you know satisfied with it, where sure. whereas everyone else is hating on it, it's like it is something going wrong here. Am I? Did I switch waters? Like what happened? No, no, no. You're just getting sick and tired of me, uh, of, of just like me. With we're getting sequels thirty years past its prime. Yeah, you know what I mean. That, that, that's what it is. It's like we didn't need a Top Gun Maverick. Um, we don't need a True Lies two, if you will. We don't need an Avatar two. You know, like that kind of thing. We just don't need it. Well, we have an Ant Man three, but this is serving right. a bigger pers- per- purpose because all these sequels are playing into each other. Right. So I want to ask you a question. So this is, this is, thank you. That's a great segue for this. So about two years ago now, you and I sat down um, and we reviewed the Loki series. And I don't understand who Kang was. No idea. So this is what you, this is my interpretation of what you told me two years ago in that episode. Okay. For people from <laughs> people that want to listen to that, just go to movieguyspodcast.pod.com, type in Loki, and you'll find it. Um, or go to our Marvel tab. So what you have told me from what I've retained was is Kang is like like Thanos is like baby compared to this guy. I guess this guy is all powerful and he knows of the multiverse or timelines, if you will. And he has discovered um, that there is one timeline where he is the complete ruler of them all. So he goes to every single timeline to destroy that timeline to make sure that everything is that one you're, timeline is the rule? You're close. You're close. Uh, okay. I, I think, and I found, and this is kind of unfortunate, um, to kind of use the material that was copied from to use that as the explanation for the source. You're aware of Rick and Morty? Yeah. Very common thing now. So right. Rick is Kang, essentially. And um, essentially, uh, one day, uh, um, okay. There's a, a scientist named uh, was it Nathaniel uh, Richards, um, and he's just a scientist, right? And just just like you and you and me, because uh, we're both scientists working on right. on quantum physics. And right. one day, uh, you discover you're you're looking for something, you're, like you're trying to discover one thing, and then you accidentally discover this, you know, this this phase, this this being uh, ability to travel. In, into different dimensions and different universes. Not time travel, just travel to different dimensions. Correct. Now, okay. um, uh, yeah, time travel is kind of a weird thing. Hulk tried to explain it, that you can't go back in time. You can only create a new timeline. It's it's a weird thing, how time is continuously moving, but you cannot go back into it. You are in your, in your line. You going back would just create its own line, a separate one. So time out real quick. Is that kind of what Marty, and this is not a joke, is that kind of what Marty McFly does then in Back to the Future? Yeah. Kind of? So, yeah, exactly how they created the different timeline and Biff took over. Right. Or just on the first one, he created a time. Well, no, yeah, I guess the first one follows true to the timeline, right? No, it doesn't because because the mall changes names and everything else too, right? So The the difference about with Back to the Future, which they explain in Avengers because I think 
Ant-Man actually is the one that says yeah. <laughs> Back to the Future is a bunch of bullshit. Uh, that it, uh, Back to the Future, you cannot go back. Marty, when he would go back, he wasn't essentially going back in time. He was still in, in you know, the current boat of uh, time that he is in, the vehicle of time that he is in. He is just kind of going back into that period uh, in a different... Is that what this scientist is In a different branch. About? Uh, you know, in a different... Un- it's creating a universe by doing that. Okay. So the uh, scientist discovers this timeline. So the scientist discovers this ability to be able to um, jump between universes. And this is okay. wonderful because different universes have different variants, variations of you and what the world is. So yeah. um, in this world, you know, we could jump to a different dimension and there's a, a world where, uh, you know, you're a, a rock star, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I play baseball and there's another one, you know, it's just different variations, kind of like um, a lot of different Crocodile movies have done before. Yeah. I mean, a lot of different uh, variations of uh, movies have done it. Uh, Sliders is a TV show that has done it. Everything, where Everything Everywhere All at Once was a movie that kind of touched on the multiverse topic where there's an infinite number of you that exist um, in different forms. Okay. Now, got it. Uh, as he discovers this, um, he also discovers that other variations of him have done the same thing. That they're I also discovered this. Yes, that they're also discovering it. That that you know, it's not too far off from between. There are other universes that are similar. You know, that they kind of mirror or ripple rather than completely you wave off and do something else. Um, and so he f- has uh, come to find different variations of himself. And again, some are menacing, some are friendly. Uh, but there are some, uh, but there are so many that they have to form a council, a council of Kings, which we got to see at the end of, of, of this. Right. One. Which was right. huge to, to see. And um, again, we kind of see that in Rick and Morty, the Council of Ricks. Where so, all of them are, are doing the same thing. They're, all of them are, are interdimensionally jumping you know, from universe to universe. And they create a council. At the end of Loki, we only had one. His, he was the only one. And his job was to prevent all of those other kings from existing. And in order to do that, he created the TVA, which was in... Loki, which is what kidnapped or captured Loki, and they were going to purge him. That's what Owen Wilson's job was. was so that's to... a good Kang? He was the one that remains. We don't know which Kang he was, or is. Okay, so we don't know if he's a good Kang or not. Yeah. Um, they refer to themselves by either by different characteristics, or by different time, or by like attitude. So uh, he's referring to to that one as the Conqueror where he's referring to himself as the one who survived, or the one who lived, you know. Right. Uh, and then there's, you know, there's other Kangs for different flavors. So then when we get Secret Wars in the future and everything that you're excited about, this this involves Kang. This is the, the big one. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Now, this will not only just involve Kang and his many different variations, like we saw at the end of Ant-Man, his Council of Kangs. This will also involve different variations of the Avengers. Because, so, because, per, because purple they're, Hulk? yes, I mean, yeah, sure. Right. No, I mean, like, that's the thing, right? Did I have seen, haven't I seen Purple Hawk in the pop culture zeitgeist? There's, 
there's a couple different Hulk colors. Uh, we okay. don't need to get in, into that, you know. Okay, uh, I don't know if that was a thing or not. But but this, this yes, educational show. You're you're. Okay. But no, you're you're not wrong. Uh, in okay, this there's probably a variation of you know, a variant of many different types that we're probably going to see in this secret war battle. So then, why is Kang in the quantum realm? Because he's the ruler of the quantum realm. So this one. Kang was in the quantum realm because he was uh, what we can assume banished there by the Council of Kangs. Or he was banished in there uh, in, in some way or another. And the benefit of being in the quantum realm is that it exists a place outside of those dimension jumping and uh, outside of time. We saw that uh, in the first Ant-Man, or in the Avengers rather, that time works differently in the quantum realm. Scott Lang was in there for, what, five hours? And five years had passed um, from the... In, from the Avengers, right? From the Infinity right. Gauntlet. Uh, so time moves differently in the quantum realm. So it is kind of like a secret universe. It is one that is un, ungoverned. It is uh, unmonitored. And he is able to live there secretly. Kang, that is. Um, but uh, and presumably banished with no resource for him to get out. Um, and yeah, it's also limiting on his powers. Like, it seems like his suit can and or could and could not work with some rules and, and limitations, like with, with the power that was uh, right. available. So that was kind of strange, but that's what, what that is. It's, you know, it's a, it's a void. So that, then that the exists re- in, in, in our universe. Okay. So then we get, um, in this movie too, we get Kang, uh, Kang has a dude, uh, that's Modoc, and the reason why I opened the show with Modoc, that spelling of, is because I know that name. Why do I know this name? Why do you? Know I don't. Name? I don't know why I know this name. Why don't you? You mean the the acronym? Yeah, Modoc. Why do I know this name? Yeah, it's a it's. A, <laughs> uh, he's a an odd character. He has his own show on Hulu. He does. That's how I would know this name. Is this his first introduction to the Marvel Universe? When you, okay, so just, so just so you know, when you ask me how do I know that name, I cannot read your mind. You have to <laughs> help me out here. I, no, I, I'm just asking, like, I mean, like, no, haven't I seen this before? Like, I'm like, this, this name is familiar to me. Yeah, he's, Modoc has, has been around in Marvel for a while. He's been in video games. Uh, he's been in some animated movies, but he's not been in like the mainstream. He's a, as you can see, a very right. unusual character. Uh, right. No. I, yeah. He's been in the cartoon. Like he's been in the comic books. That's I, probably how I know him. I don't know how else you you know you you know well, him. I... Like look at him. Like you you know did you was he at your high school prom? <laughs> no, I I just I just I just I know it's a floating dude thingy. I just. That that's probably where I know him from. It's just, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting because I know that name, you know. And seeing him in this is just like, especially like the Red Jewel. <laughs> uh, what is it? The mechanized organism designed only for killing. Why do I? Why do I confuse him with Brainiac? Those are two different universes. I, I know. I don't know why you do. Is it because they a floating shoot stuff head. out of their head? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yep. Okay. Now I see where I know him from. Okay, because I'm looking at him up now. Yep, I have seen this. 
Yep. Okay. I'm good. Um, Welcome back. Thank you. Same uh, same actor who plays Kang. Um, do we need Ant-Man 3? I mean, uh, the reason I'm asking that is because I'm watching this movie and I'm thinking, okay, is it doing anything that Thor 3 did? Because Thor 3 is the movie that nobody wanted but everybody loved. So we're now in this territory of Ant-Man could be the new Thor where it's like, I don't want another Ant-Man movie. And I'm sitting here thinking, is, is this adding anything that Ragnarok did? And I'm I just why I'm saying this is because if this is the movie that's going to really, really introduce to modern like mainstream audiences that 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 Kang is going to be the new Thanos, if you will, um, this is not a good way to do this. Right. They should hint. They should just have Modoc be the main dude. Yeah. You know what I mean? Should, Modok, well, here's the, the issue with that is that because go back like into phase or the the. The Infinity Gauntlet or the Infinity Saga, and how they right. were introducing Thanos. Uh, he didn't get a movie; he got right. end, end credit blips of him just kind of sitting in space and saying a command to, you know, a, a person or a thug or another, and you know. And eventually, it got to a point where he just said, "Fine, I'll do it myself." At the end of you know a Thor movie or, or whatever. Uh, Captain America movie, and then we start to see the threat of, of him in the Avengers, and not even like the first two, like the third Avengers, by the way. So it took him a while to actually show up and like show that he was a threat. We get this movie, and and King's kind of out the gun, got a lot to explain. He's an incredibly complex character. I don't know how they're gonna do it. Like, there's so many different, there's so many different things with 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 King. I just don't know. How, that's why I'm so excited. Like, because can you tell me one? Because I don't know anything about Kang from what you told me. He is a descendant of Reed Richards, who is Mr. Fantastic. How is he a descendant from Reed Richards? I know who Reed Richards is. Because Nathaniel Richards is is from the future. He's a future scientist. Oh, so he's like great-great-great-grandson kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, Oh, really? Yeah, he has different variations, and some of his variations have gone throughout time. Like, uh... Uh, uh, what, what was? Oh, he's Iron. Uh, one of the variation, he's Iron Lad, in the New Avengers. Okay, all right. So he wow, plays, that's interesting. Uh, um, one of the oh, uh, one of them he plays uh, Ramatut, who was actually at the end of uh, Ant Man in, in Quantumania. He was uh, one of the Kangs that looked like the Egyptian. Okay, it was confusing for me. Okay, yeah, that's that's yeah. Ramatut. That one. Oh, what happened there? He like he found. Doctor Doom's spaceship or time traveling ship, and like went back into time to Egypt and basically just took over Egypt. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. So that's it, it, there's a, again a lot of different variations. Kang is there. It came a point in the comics where like it was almost like a foil, you know, where the bad guy or like the the ally who was with the Avengers the entire time did the double cross and just like, well, why would you do that? It's like Psh, because I'm. Kang, you know, three seven two from right, you know, like that type of thing, and it's just like, all right, geez, God, you know, you do that eye roll, like, oh, God, another Kang. I actually really kind of like that idea. So in the comics, uh, Kang, like human, like real name is whatever Nathan Richards. You said, yeah, that's Nathan, awesome. Nathan Nathaniel. It's, like I said, I, I'm real rusty on my comic book. I know there's a lot it's of okay. other comic book nerds out there that have that are killing us right now um is 
like Chris Pratt, is Scott Lang, Paul Rudd, is his star fading? He didn't. He didn't seem. I I remember when we first started the show a long time ago that um, we we reviewed him in the first Ant Man and we loved him in it. You know, I think Ant Man did uh, the MCU a, a favor because he, people were really quick to just be like, you know, what the hell? Why why Ant Man? And then to see it on the big screen, it's like. Oh, you know what? Uh, Paul Rudd was on an interview with Howard Stern recently, and he had said that he he's uh, Paul Rudd spoke to Stan Lee after the first Ant Man, and Stan Lee had said something to the effect that um, he he felt bad because Ant Man in a comic never did it justice to show the gravity of the size, and you know, in in a in a one panel comic. You know, I want slide type. It's it's hard to kind of show the effect of what that hero can do, and seeing it on the big screen and kind of having it explained a little bit more shows that this is kind of a cool superhero, man. Like uh, to be normal, but to have this suit give you super strength and super durability just by mastering the controls of it from going, you know, from big to small. It's right. uh, it's pretty cool, and then uh, this movie, the way they um, kind of described the fighting style a little bit more, where he was talking to Cassie, uh, that you gotta what's that? You gotta move and pop, or what does he say? Move into it, move, or... yeah, move, pop, zoink. <laughs> <laughs> Onomatopoeia is going around I, here. It's it's a pretty, it's a it's a cool movie just because we don't get to see. Something you know, it's not every day you get to see this hero highlighted. I don't. I would surely never would have thought to see. I would get to see Modok on screen, right? Which is what I again is is one of my gripes is that we should not have seen Kang. Um, for a guy like me who I would say, and I'm sure you agree with me, I'm a very casual Marvel fan. I used to be hardcore, you know, until after the first Avengers movie came out. Well, I, and I, I got. Again, I can see a lot of people with their gripes on this. The one biggest gripe that I've seen, and again, a lot of people were really like reaching for for things that, oh, I don't like in this movie. Say like, right, but you enjoyed those things in Thor Ragnarok. You enjoyed okay. those things in uh, Avengers, you know, in, or Guardians. So why did you enjoy it in those movies, but not this one? And I think people just want more, more instantaneous satisfaction like you know they want a bigger payout they got a whole they busted a whole load from an end game and now they want more and they're being impatient this was good but again i the, the gripe was that ant-man just beat kang right in this movie and this guy's supposed to be the next big bad he's supposed to take on the squad and not just right. the squad but like different variations of the squad you know in in uh in a swarm and he just got beat one-on-one versus ant-man and without the suit right because he had a bunch of uh what was the one where he had a bunch of paul rudds he drowned in the sea of paul rudds and he beats (laughs) um yeah no i mean like because because this makes him weak this makes kang weak what they should have done is what they did with thor 
I mean, not Thor, um, Thanos. But then we get that been there, done that, right? This guy's different than Thanos. This guy is different. Um, this guy's in, different than in their Thanos. introduction, he, he had said to Ant-Man that he's just like, like, he clearly knows who he is because he knows Scott Lang. But he right. tried to like play with him. He's like, are you the one with the hammer? You know, have I killed you before? And I, I wonder almost like, he's seen all this before. Kang has, has done this over and over again. So he's probably fought this. I, I, I don't know how that's going to work. But he who remains says that I'll see you soon. Like he, he's seen this play out before. So right. we assume that this is going according to plan. Or at least I well, do. Yeah. Well, well, it's going to have to go to Corum Plan. And of course, what obviously what makes this guy different than Thanos is that Thanos gets his head cut off. He's done. This guy, you cut his head off. There's going to be another variant. Yeah. Which you, makes it yeah. different. You don't which, know which uh, ones you get either. Are they going to, like, what I hope they don't do, which I think they're going to do, is either a small part of the movies or in the post credit scenes. There's going to be a variant Kang. Like, I don't want Kang and Blade. You know what I mean? Well, we already got uh, four individual, like, Kangs, uh, separate from the Council of Kangs. Right. So we had uh, Ramatut, uh, we had um, Osiris, or, like, the, the main Kang, and then the third Kang, who I don't know who that is, but... Uh, there was another Kang that was kind of like the third in command. And I think people are speculating that, that it's that one. He just kind of looks different. He's got a new kind of a cool, like electro body design. Uh, but then in the end, we got like Victor time, uh, kind of the old timey, uh, Kang. Victor timely. Yeah. Victor timely, the old timey kind of a, uh, vaudeville kind of a Kang. Yeah, like a, kind of like a twenties, 1920s kind of Kang. Yeah. Um, Okay, so I'm going to just skip because, again, we're not – you and I both talked about this movie uh, off air and how we're not going to talk film of own words, going to talk theories and stuff because that's this movie deserves that. Um, another thing that I go cross-side with is Earth-616 because that's in the mid credit scene here with the variations of Kangs. Uh, or they're, like, bitching about Earth-616. So that is – what we saw in Strange, right? That's where, like, we see Professor X and Reed Richards and all that. Why is it called Earth Six One Six? We we are uh, we're Earth Six One Six, and that one was the other one. So it was Six One? Okay, so I'm getting cross-eyed. When and Doctor Strange when they go that, see, like you're getting me confused now. I'm gonna have to right. <laughs> That's why I'm trying to figure it out. When they say Earth Six One Six, is that where we found? Uh, in Doctor Strange, is that where we found Jim from the office as Reed Richards, um, Professor X, those people? Yes. Is that Earth six one six? No, wasn't that eight eight nine something? Uh, Earth six one six. Was that on like eight uh, eight three? We are Earth. We are Earth six one six. Yeah, we are six one six, and that one you're talking about is Earth three uh, eight three eight. Excuse me. Okay. <laughs> okay i feel like i lost you there on the numbers right because i'm also googling it too and we got after this we got a 2012 time heist that takes place in 2000 no that doesn't take place in 2012 they go back to 2012 yes that's that yeah that was 14 Endgame. time heist gotcha yeah see, see this is where i get 
Yeah, eight uh eight three eight, Earth eight three eight. Um okay. Yeah. Oh, another thing that was pointed out is that in that uh movie, uh, Doctor Strange, when um Reed Richards does come in, uh right. when uh Mr. Fantastic does come in, he teleports uh in the same way that um Kang does at the end of Ant Man. They have the could same that, teleporting methods. Could that be a variant or is that just because they're related? Could be that, you know, it could be passed down technology, related so, technology. So one more thing about Kang. Not one more thing about Kang, I lied, but not in all these different timelines are these individuals called Kang something, right? They're all I mean they so like so like there could be Hulk Kang, but he's but he's but he goes by Hulk, right? Yeah, they go um, by the name that they call themselves or the name that's given to them. Um, gotcha. but we, as the as the reader or as a viewer at this point, just go by Kang. It's just easier rather than saying, oh, yeah, it's Victor Timely. Oh, that's Ramatut. Oh, that's Iron Lad. Oh, that, you know, it's uh, better to just um, address it as a, as a one unit, you know, kind of like a, like a, the scroll. Okay. Which we still haven't got an answer from yet. There's again, uh, Marvel's doing a pretty good job of, of doing all this setup, and then it feels like it's pissing a lot of people off. It's you know, like, well, we want answers, we don't want more questions. And it's just like, well, keep on watching. That's kind of how the whole thing is designed to keep you watching, right? Because where are they going to go after this? Mutants. I mean, like, meaning like, where are they going to go after like, like Secret Wars and stuff? M- mutants. You, they can't wait this. They can't wait that long. I, Secret I, Wars is what? Fit, uh, 2025, 2026? I'm not too sure because I see everything in, in Marvel 5 and 6 and it feels like, again, they're branching out into like the different realms of hero. There's like the street level hero, there's the world level hero, and then there's the universal hero. So I, I, there's going to be... Your street level is like Daredevil. Uh, Spider-Man is, is kind of street level, to be honest with you. Uh, you know, like those those types. Those are street level. Uh, Hawkeye. Um, then you have like your global heroes, which are uh, a bit more of your supers. Um, and they'll probably uh, uh, gotta pull up this phase five here. And um, uh, they'll probably like you know do more of like the world threats, right? So like Captain America, um, right? Probably Bucky. You know, uh, Hulk if he's still around or She Hulk. You know, kind of, kind of those types of people who are who have supers, and then there's the the universal or the the galactic protectors. You know, Miss um, uh, Marvel, Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, type things. Um, is it is it is it justified for Modok or Darren Cross? I looked it up, but was it justified for Modok to like switch sides to like turn on Kang? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, it, it is. Uh, Modok is is. A silly character, so uh, I yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't remember him dying by. Uh, I don't remember him. I don't remember Scott killing him. Cause I, I looked that up. When was that? Oh, Scott didn't kill Modok. Modok tried to protect. No, not Modok. It said Modok is revealed to be Darren Cross, which right. we knew. But they said uh, Darren Cross having survived his apparent death at Scott's hands. Yeah, in the first movie. Ant Man, when they were fighting in Cassie's bedroom, uh, what he hit him with a pin particle, right, or a, the thing, that laser thing, and it shrunk him. Was he the little guy that he was fighting? Yeah. 
the because that's the, not the, wasp. The wasp bee? is the girl. The bee is that? Uh, uh, the wasp? Yeah, yeah. Yellow jacket. Yellow, yellow jacket. jacket. Yeah. Darren yellow. Cross was yellow jacket. Correct. Yellow jacket. Oh, that's where I knew his face from. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Modoc. I love that we got him. I was so happy. Um. Okay. Geez, I don't know if I got much. Um, Bill Murray in we, this as uh, as cry or whatever his name is. Cryo, crying. Uh, let me get his name. My uh, Krylar, Lord Krylar. Uh, that we... was that was a fun cameo to see in there too. Uh, Michael Douglas, Michelle Pfeiffer. I mean, we got some star power in this movie, right? Which is why I'm, which I was getting to on this one now. Thanks for that segue. Do we want the Ant Family? Do we want this now, or or should we just do Ant Man? I mean, I mean, do we want the Wasp? I mean, like having having Ant Man and the Wasp in the sequel, fine, because I loved Ghost. Ghost was pretty cool. But well, it was the original Ant Man. The... Like you know, it is the original Ant Man and the original Wasp. Uh. I they do great as background characters. I I'm all for um Hank, the ant family. Yeah, the 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 whole ant crew, the whole ant family. I I really don't like the recasting of Cassie. Uh, she's this this new girl is kind of a um I have she has not grown on me yet. Oh, is she? Was she in what she in uh in Catherine War? Newton is is the the new Cassie like Cassie Lang. She was uh, recasted. Um, in, in fact, it's actually some controversy. Marvel kind of did the old Cassie dirty uh, because they didn't tell her anything. They just and she found out. I I believe she found out via Instagram or on a, a social media that um, the new Cassie Lang was recasted and she was out of the job. Uh, the old Cassie Lang was was her last appearance in an Infinity War. Uh, yes. No, sorry, sorry, sorry. Endgame. Endgame. When Scott Lang comes back. Yes, Endgame. That was her last appearance. The I old G. Yep. Yes. Okay. We don't know why they recasted her. Uh, I would imagine it's just because they wanted someone who's probably a bit more of a seasoned actor. I think the other girl didn't really have a whole lot. And um, this Catherine we'll Newton girl had, like, you know, she's already has Detective Pokemon. Uh, Detective Pikachu under her belt. She's already a paranormal activity. She's been in a bunch of movies. Um, so I think they wanted to sign her on. And I would imagine so that they can make her um, part of the leading cast of the new Avengers. Or the young Avengers. Right. Excuse me. Last question here before we get our pop ratings. Um, when, if at all, are we going to get Iron Man back? Last movie of the entire MCU? I don't think he's coming back. If 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 there was ever a movie that Tony Stark would come back in, or a series, it would probably be Iron Heart. No. He, well, yeah, because Iron Heart's not as big as Secret Wars. Uh, Iron Heart is a TV series. It'll be on Disney Plus that. in the fall. You're right, I, but there's no reason to bring Tony back. Um, Mm-hmm. I, I, the only reason I could see him coming back seriously is going to be either an Iron Heart because uh, Riri or uh, um, her character, it, it, you know, is inspired by Tony and completely takes the the Stark tech and just so that would be pretty cool to see that. But I can only see you know Robert Downey coming back and maybe he's like as little little blips, <laughs> no pun intended. Therefore, <laughs> um, 
you know, for for cameo. Or I could see him coming back for Secret Wars. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's just a cameo. I mean, like, I'm not saying that there's going to be uh, Iron Man four. Well, I'm just getting at it. I'm like, when are we going to see him back? I He's would coming. like to see, and this is the theory uh, that a lot of people are putting out, or at least for for hopeful, is that when Secret Wars comes out, um, they're hoping that we're going to see a uh, what like the teaser was uh, the Spider Man when with all those all three Spider Men coming into to one movie. Right, they right. want to do that times ten for Secret Wars. So Maybe. bring in, bring in all the people who've all done all the so every all the actors who've done Fantastic Four. Bring in Jessica Alba, Michael Chitlis, um, Chris Evans as Human Torch. You know they want to uh, bring in the other Fantastic Four, Michael B. Jordan. Bring in them. You know all iterations of everybody. Oh, geez, that'll be the most expensive movie of all time. In, in all of their uh, different, yeah, they're they're trying to. I, I think that's the rumor is uh, to try to get that. You say most expensive movie of all time, but Avatar three is yet to be made. Uh, and also, <laughs> um, how else are they going to top Endgame? Like, why wouldn't it be something at this level, right, where you have uh, a, a cast of, you know what I mean? Let, let's let's get crazy, forty build names you know something uh, uh matched up to like it's a mad 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 world where it's just slammed top to bottom with stars um i want to see that i hope and it's vin good diesel. when i when i when vin diesel. um i want to see it i want to get it i just don't know if it's going to be done right but then again i didn't know how they were going to do an ensemble cast of the first avengers and they pulled it off I mean, like, if they're going to pull it off, they're going to pull it off. I don't know but how they do I, any of it, but they, again, I think they did Ant-Man 3. What they did here was tell a simple story, but they stretched it into two hours. Sure. Which which was good, by the way. I was so happy that this movie was not two hours and 45 minutes. Yeah, and I think they did um, what they needed to do. They introduced the Quantum Realm. They introduced the characters that they needed to. Um, Modoc, Cassie, um, who I think is another mistake on Marvel's part where they basically just introduced her scene one as like this rebel and then throughout the two hours of this movie now suddenly she's just a superhero. Like Right, right. She, yeah, she, like got, she got a, a, a jail. Yeah. She got a talking yeah. to in the middle of the action. Now she just yeah. knows how to fight and she can put up with the best of them. Um, whether they have a gun, blade, or whatever, she's able to just do that thank goodness those bad guys have horrible aim like they always do right worse than stormtroopers no yeah i i actually i i'm glad you brought that up dude um i kind of did not like the fact that oh you know scott lang's uh, daughter is in jail for stupid stuff yeah it, and and, yeah. and now it's cool you it, know it made it seem to to me this whole movie um she bothered the heck out of me because it felt like no matter what the action or wherever that wherever they were, um, that she never like thought upon herself that oh we're here because I did this oh right. oh we keep on getting worse and worse because of my actions maybe I should stop right now because you know yeah. I got my whole family sucked into the quantum realm but instead she's just like you know what no. Dad, I'm disappointed in you. I know I got us all down here and yada yada, but you know you should help people more often. Like, bitch, you just sucked us all down here. 
and right. we're trapped down here and you, you, you I I think Sorry, go ahead. That's I'm I was about to go off. Trying to like, <laughs> I think they're trying to make us love Cassie because wasn't it Ant Man two where we get the Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, Lost Ark, uh, like cardboard box scene with her and everything? It's supposed to be cute and fun. Um, she reminds me of Dominic Mysterio, Ray Mysterio's son. <laughs> okay. Why am I saying this? Well, of course, we all know that I watched wrestling. And the reason why I'm saying this is because of jail. Follow this storyline. This is very short. This goes with this movie. I'm serious. So we all, you and I both know who Rey Mysterio Jr. is. Yes. And he has a son, Dominic Mysterio. So his character is that um, he hates his dad and he wants to do everything against his dad to prove that he's worthy. Right? That's his character. And when Cassie goes to jail in the beginning of this, it reminds me of one of the storylines in wrestling where uh, Rey Mysterio Jr. and his wife are eating dinner at a fancy restaurant, and the son comes in and wrestles his dad in the restaurant, right? Like mm -hmm. old school style. And the son goes to jail for like six hours, right? It just goes to like, you know, local police station holding cell. And he comes out with a teardrop tattoo, and his character's like, I spent time in the joint, man. I've seen people, man. I know a thing or two, man. And it's supposed to be for a laugh because he thinks this above, of himself. So knowing that storyline and seeing Cassie doing this, it just made me giggle. Because it's the same thing for the most part. Yeah. Um, that's where I, I think this movie falls short is that they rushed her character. I want to say that they rushed Kang a bit, but I think, yeah. I hope rather that they're just kind of building him up a bit more, that this was just kind of a, a slight introduction. But I still think they could they could have done it a lot better, make it seem like he's way more of a threat. And they did until the second part of this movie. Yeah, with Modoc too with it, yeah. Again, Modoc right. was never supposed to be like a real threat. He's just, you know... But uh, we get to see his butt at least. Uh, the part of Kang though is like when he had Scott and Cassie in the jail uh, like he was using like you know telepathy to like really rough them around that's right. that's scary like that's out of your element and then right. we don't get to see that ever again and I want to say well, it's probably because of the suit that maybe he was damaged and he's unable to, to do that and his powers are limited but like I wanted a lot more of Kang because that's not the king that I know. That's not the king that that I was expecting. There was a part in this movie where he was king that was full suit, where he was uh, in the blue helmet, and he went down on his little disc, and he just started blasting people, right? And he with the beams, right. or we get to see uh, maybe that was uh, the flashback of when uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, uh, Hope Van Dyne. Uh, saw him destroying worlds. That's the king that, that I expected for him to just kind of float down, not ask questions and just start doing war of the worlds, you know, straight laser yeah. going, you know, sunbeam and everything, just decimating everything. So I think when he gets to 616, we'll, we'll get to see that king. We'll get to see him full power and just go off. And I would like to, to see that. And this was not the king. Right, Kang. He referred to himself as the Conqueror. So this is supposed, and he was banished because the other the Council of Kings were talking about him in this one. 
So I would imagine that he is the conqueror. This is the bad. This is the the one. Uh, I do think, though, because this movie did a a good thing that a lot lot of people are talking about because it was subtle. They introduced the um, the whole the probability realm. Is that what it was called? Okay. Yeah. 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 Sure. I'm with you. I'm with you. Where it was all the the little Ant Man's. Right. Um, yeah. So the plot of the movie was that Jane Van Dyne and or Hope Van Dyne and uh, Kang got stuck into the quantum realm. Uh, she because of Pym particles, and he because he was banished. But then they worked together to restore his power source to his ship, so that he could get her out of there or get them both out of there. But in doing so, she gets to see all the destruction that he's done because it's connected to his mind and all of his other selves. She freaks out and prevents him from doing so by taking his core, throwing a whole bunch of pim particles in it, and blowing it up so that he is unable to obtain it, right? And um, therefore trapping him and them in the quantum realm for however long they, they were. This movie picks up where Kang sees Scott. He says, hey, I need you to get this this power source for me. If you do so, I'll let you and your daughter live. Uh, pretty simple. Right. I mean, pretty simple Extraction, plot. I mean, right. 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 So uh, in order to do so, Scott has to shrink himself even more. He's already on the quantum realm. So they're already like quantum sized. But he has to do so again, like what, four more times to get into this even more ridiculous size so that he could get to this particle uh, accelerator core thing and then and then blow it up. Science, yeah. science jargon, and buzzwords, and this is what we're doing. Bob, so, let's get into our popcorn. You want to get the popcorn rating? Uh, yeah. Okay, Eric, let's go with you first, buddy. What about, is uh, your popcorn rating? I was about to go for... off on on the the subtleties there. Yeah. It's a, it's a it's a medium. It's just a standard. The reason why uh, is um, that probability realm is probably where Kang was banished to at the end of this movie. So I don't think he was defeated. He, just like uh, the other ant crew likes to do, they cheat their their win by just taking some pimp particles, throwing it at the thing, and then running away. That seems to be what, what they are best at. So I don't think Kang was defeated. No. I think we're going I think he was put into that probability realm to where right. he's going to find a lot more other Kangs and he'll probably just fight with them or maybe they'll all get out because they have a common goal and to defeat Scott or whatever the issue may be. So I think he's going to come back. Nobody, no death, as we all know. Right. Movie um, guys did that. I appreciate how this movie started with Scott being very upbeat. Everything's coming up Millhouse. He's getting free coffee. Uh, you know, he's, he's reading his book you know, he's getting the fame. He's feeling great. At the end of the movie, he's trying to live, but he uh, he's trying to live that same life, but everything is going wrong. He has anxiety. He has to pay for his coffee now. People uh, don't really, you know, are, are, are still kind of like whatever towards him. Oh, the cake was bad at the end. Everything is, is not going well since he's gotten back. And that anxiety part that he had during his narration where he's just like, oh, wait, well, he said that he 
expected this, that he was going to see me soon. Like, oh, was I supposed to do this? Did I just screw everybody over? And he goes, oh, no, don't worry about it. That's that's a dooming part. I really like that because that's right. how he should be feeling and he, how he should be warning. So it, it's a medium just because it played like an Ant-Man movie. It, it's a Saturday morning cartoon. Um, we got what I needed out of it. Move on to the next. Uh, I, I myself am going to give it a medium. Uh, not to rehash what we talked about. I don't think this is supposed to be a Kang movie. This guy's supposed to be big, right? Um, maybe have him at the end, the post credit scene. This should have been a MODOK movie because it's Ant-Man. It's silly. So let's have the silly villain come into play because now we're into that same category of, wait a minute, this is um, a really, really big bad guy. Why isn't Scott Lang saying, hey, Hulk? You know, like that whole scenario that we've heard for a decade. But he can't because of quantum. Blah, blah, blah. I, I know, but I'm just saying. You know what I mean? Then, like, at, at this point, uh, Hulk is off planet. What? Uh, again, you wouldn't know this, I guess, uh, but with the She-Hulk series, that one started uh, when she got the Hulk blood, and then Hulk went off planet because he was got picked up by some aliens. And at the end of that series, Hulk came back on a spaceship to Earth with his son. Hulk has a son? Hulk has a son. And he introduced his son at the end of She-Hulk. I thought She-Hulk ended with her breaking the fourth wall. Yes. Uh, and it also comes... Oh. And, and also, at the end of that, after she breaks the fourth wall, she yeah. goes back to like kind of, you know... Living her, you know, at the picnic at the end of the at, right. at the end of the Fast and Furious movie, where they have a picnic with family, and yeah, all of a sudden, pick... you know, spaceship, shoo, boom, door opens, Hulk comes out. Hey, cousin! Hey, everybody! Hey, family! Like, do you meet my son? So this takes place. So so Ant Man takes place in the same time as She Hulk does. I, I I'm assuming so. There's, you know, there's no reason to assume that these are like five years apart. Right, right. They okay, all I mean, the same yeah. thing. So, well, medium overall. I mean, like I think you and I both agree. Um, a different bad guy would have been better. Um, I think Cassie's the weakest, like you said. Um, I do like the dreary end of everything's going wrong. You're right, right. I mean, like you and I have agreed on this pretty much for the most part. I had a lot of questions because this Kang thing is still confusing, and you did the best that you could to help me, buddy. Appreciate did it help at all? Are you anywhere it's, closer? It's, it's help. It's uh, helping now, and then in two years from now, when we get the movie, I'm going to say, "All right, so we're reviewing Secret Wars. What's King all about again?" Yeah, <laughs> that's what's going to happen, probably for me. Yeah, I I don't think it's going to help that we're getting a lot of these these other one offs. So like uh, like the Thunderbolts or like Blade uh, or Agatha, um, these all do with like the the. Uh, or at least the other, those two, Agatha and Blade, deal with like the supernatural element of it. Right. So there's another supernatural element that Marvel's doing. So like Moon Knight would be one of those, whereas like the supernatural uh, gods element part of it. We'll we'll see. There there's a they're opening up a lot of a lot of cans. Well, we hope the can that you everybody like is the can of Movie Guys Podcast at Podbeat.com. Hey, come on. 
Come on. Yeah, that was pretty good. That was pretty good. But we all know, like I've said a thousand times, that you're not on our website only for our Movie Guest Podcast Awards. So you listen to us at any podcast platform that you listen to. Of course, we are on we're on Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio. The list goes on Apple Podcasts. And Google Podcast too. So thank you so much for listening to this most recent episode. You can download us every Thursday for a brand new episode. Eric, thank you so much for joining me. And we'll be back next week, next Thursday, for another awesome episode. Have a good night. <laughs>